Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the VV Vintage Podcast. Today we'll be talking about me selling my VV Blue and White logo to take profit, the diminishing return on investment of VV airdrops, why it may be a good idea to wait until the airdrops take place before you collect your favorite NFTs, the subtle but very important impact of the recent app update, which include more push notification, interoperability, the OMI utility program, and a lot more. Let's get to it. So I landed a VV logo white and blue the first ever waitlist drop the mint is pretty high so i pay eight dollars for it and i am listing it on a market and i've been going back and forth for the past few days pretty much deciding whether i should take profit because right now the floor is at 249 and i got it for eight gems so that's a, a 30x profit and the reason why I am listing on the market, and this is not financial advice, maybe you, nobody should be following me on any of this, but I feel like within this bear market, the airdrops have not been very attractive in terms of ROI. And at the same time, a lot of people have been saying like utilities and, and all the benefits that will come from well, that may come from holding these logos or like completing the set or having the full set to craft something scarcer, right? I just have a feeling based on what I've observed recently that a lot of those extra benefits like the airdrops are not worth the money. Like the, it's, it's not worth the cost that you put in. And at the same time, if there's any benefit like, you know, you own this and you get something, something that something will not um, give you what you pay for. That's, that's, that's the way I, I think about it. So I, um, I am listing it and we'll see how it goes. So I think what you're referencing and, and you haven't explicitly mm -hmm. said it quite yet is that there, there's been a lot of speculation about yes. what, the, what the logo will, will, or give us as holders right mm -hmm. uh, and you know i i don't have any any of the logos i did land i think the green one the, the green and white one i sold that but so what you're saying is that the the return on holding onto these things and like the promise of like an airdrop and even if we did get an airdrop or something mm -hmm. those end up not making it worthwhile holding on to the items that we that that you've been holding on to hodling right exactly exactly yep mm -hmm. and at the same time that that principle that I'm trying to train myself to be disciplined on which is okay it's it's a it's a 30x from how much I I invested into it like it, it went from eight dollars to 200 and something I think on drop day, this logo went to like 440 uh, as the floor very first day. And I have, I should have listed it then, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like I should be very, very happy with that 30 X, you know, because it's 30 X nowadays. Sometimes like, you know, you, you, you get in this hype and you don't realize it is still a bear market and most of the time I should be happy with just like a two to three X letting alone a 30 X, but it's just the way I think about it. And the reason why I wanted to mention is the reason why I wanted to talk about it is I want to lead it to your topic, which is airdrops. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I've I found that and I, I, I totally agree with you that with the airdrops that have been released, I can't think off the top of my head of any that have ended up being worthwhile because the especially especially when you need to hold on to complete sets, mm-hmm. the the more valuable collectible, right? So like if there's five or six collectibles and you need to hold on to the commons all the way up to the ultra rares. The ultra rares obviously are the the have the most limited editions, meaning the the most scarce items in the sets, and those are the the gatekeepers, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. So what will end up happening is those prices will shoot up, and it will almost be cost prohibitive at a certain right. point, and then only and then whoever managed to get them either like off the drop or whoever could afford to stack those things will be able to qualify for those following airdrops. But then as we know, once the, once the snapshot is taken of like of all the whole set holders or item holders, those more expensive pieces, those most, those more scarce items in the set end up tanking. And then by the time that everyone gets those airdrops, those things get floored and not only do the more scarce items from the the previous set drop down and gem value value, but the airdrop pieces are treated like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to be so crass here, but like they, they're they're treated like trash and they're just Mm -hmm. sold off. Like they're nothing. And I think that from from my point of view, it really is though those those airdrop those airdrops are more for the the the, the collectors of that fandom of that mm-hmm. particular fandom, and they want to hold on to at least one or two or however many they got. Of course, there are plenty of people who who collect who who accumulate plenty of multiples of those sets to qualify for multiple airdrops and then they'll sell off a bunch and then keep one or mint to swap but yeah from from what i can gather it hasn't been worth it even to the point like where and i hate to say it like the for now (laughs) and i'll say this for now because (laughs) we never know what's going to be in store down the road and i don't cause any fomo or anything like that but you know, like with the infinity stones, like if you had all the stones and then you got the the uncrafted gauntlet, you could craft you could craft the secret rare infinity gauntlet up until a certain point and qualify for the the Thanos uh, airdrops, which are coming out tomorrow. So today is June what June fifteenth, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow June sixteenth, I think is when the airdrop is going to be, but afterwards like uh after the the snapshot was taken for like all the people who i I guess snapshot or whatever um once the cutoff time once a deadline was met the the incentive for crafting the the gauntlets no longer exists right yeah that's when things will start tanking yeah and the price i mean like the and nobody and people were just willing to sell those things off Mm -hmm. not long after so so yeah uh i think i think 
I made my point, like prices tank tend to tank for the collectibles that you needed to hold for to qualify for the airdrops. And not only that, but the, the, the collectibles or, or whatever that you get as the, like the airdrops that you do end up getting mm-hmm. those, those things end up getting floored and then you get undercut like crazy. So it's, yeah. If I remember correctly, like the only airdrop that was super significant in terms of floor price was like the first airdrop. I think it was like a golden rabbit or labbit, a, a bunny or something like that. And I remember lucky. it's, oh, lucky, right? I, th- I think it's sold for at least a thousand gems or something like that, or like several thousand gems back then. But back then was a very, very different time. Uh, so today, I guess my strategy is I'm here to both collect and invest. But in order to do that, I need to make some short-term profits so I can move that liquidity where I maybe just stay liquid for now and have the gems ready or move some of those gems to the long-term pieces that I want to huddle. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. And mm-hmm. also for the people who are fans of who, yeah, for, for the people who are fans of the things that are getting that qualify for airdrops too. I think just plain and simple, just wait till the snapshots taken and then buy those collectibles after, right. after, afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to end up being able to buy these airdrop pieces for super cheap the, the yeah. day, of, the day of. And if you time it right, you could get things for like, I, I, I don't want to give it a dollar amount or gem amount because the airdrops are technically free. The only thing mm-hmm. is that you just have to qualify for them by buying the, the other set pieces. But just if we exercise some patience, not only will we be able to get things for cheaper, but those airdrop pieces that end up getting floored in the marketplace will be more scarce. So you're, mm-hmm. you're, it's like a win-win. You're getting things for cheaper and you're going to get something that you yourself are helping to make more scarce by by not qualifying for the for the airdrops. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people will will definitely get burned out chasing sets, chasing the hype, and all of those things happening at the same time as well. You know, and at at all the all the future speculations to that, sooner or later you will run out of gems, hundred percent. In addition to the things you actually want to buy, so that's. There's so many ways to spend gems, but not all of them will make you happy. Um, so I guess that's that for airdrops. Um, the the other topic I want to talk about are the recent updates that just show up maybe within a, the past several days. And so we have a lot of updates coming in the past two months from you know crafting to waitlist drops and those kind of things. Those are very obvious improvement to the whole experience of VV. Uh, the recent drops that came out, oh, sorry, the recent updates that came out a few days ago are the push notification, which is very subtle. Uh, basically, what it does is VV will notify you on your phone that there will be a, a drop in the next hour that your listing just expired and you may want to come in and relist it that you just 
won an auction or your bid got outbid or something like that, or if there's like a major news announcement. So push notifications on your mobile phone is something that is very subtle and maybe shouldn't be talked about. But for me, these subtle improvements will have good impact to the engagement of the app. And this is why, uh, and we both care about app engagement because we spend a lot of time in the app. There's a lot of in-app functionality that have not been worked on for a long time, like the social feed sucks. You can tag people, but it doesn't mean that they can respond to you. I have a lot of people tag me to go film the showrooms, but I cannot open those posts. So like I would say, oh, Mr. V tag you on a post, but when I go click on it, the um, the post won't even load for me. So I don't even know, I can't even get to see your content or like what you want to say to me. There are not that many purposes to go in there unless you come in for a drop or you want to perform like a market activity, right? But recently they added a search function that will help you to look up uh, specimens, right? Or users, and I know you probably appreciate because what what you and other specimen collectors do is like you guys would uh, use the blockchain data to find the owner, the wallet, aka the username of a specific mint. Let's just say that you want to find, uh, you know, Todd number one thousand, right? I've seen a lot of people like they would use an app like VMate or something to what was that app that. Um, you and some other folks in the army used to find a username. Um, I, I don't have access to it. I think it's only for, available for Apple product users. Mm-hmm. So that ex- excludes me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but um, okay. we can start add that. Right. So a lot of people have been like, been able to find the owner of a specific mint. And then now with the search functionality working, they can go in and look up the the username and it's been helpful for me because I look up like people's accounts all the time because I want to go see their collections. But going back to the push notification, I'm happy that they added these functionalities because it will pull people back into the apps. I missed a few drops in the past several weeks simply because these drops happen usually at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time which is when I'm working, right? And I bet that happens to many other people too, maybe for you as well. And if I don't have a reminder myself or if I'm in a meeting and I have my phone on silent face down that I'm, I would definitely miss a drop, right? Um, previously, I would set my reminders, like my phone alarms at around 10.55. So that would give me a few minutes to come in and participate in the drops or maybe add gems or whatever. But now with the waitlist, if I were to come in at 10.55, game over, that's it. Like I'm, I'm not getting anything because the waitlist system closed five minutes before drop time. So if I apply the same alarm to from blind box to waitlist, that's not gonna work because I would totally miss it. So I like that they finally have pushed notification to bring people in to remind users of hey there's going to be a drop of this comic within an hour you know tune in or whatever um the same thing to people who bid in auctions because a lot of time you i see many people who would place a bid then 
the bit will close in 24 hours. So you're not going to be on your phone for the whole day, right? You're going to do something else and you forget about it. And then I saw one notification today about an expired listing. So you want to sell something after a certain period of time, it gets delisted and you will forget to list it again. That's pretty helpful. So these changes are pretty subtle, but they are very impactful because I've noticed that a lot of the VV activities take place outside of the app. People talk about it on VV, uh, sorry, on uh, people talk about it on Twitter, Facebook, but not so much on inside the app, which is where things should happen. And at the same time, I also appreciate the fact that they got all of these things done, like all these functionalities in the app actually working and then tell us about it. And especially with the new structure of having a new PM like Mitch and a new CTO, it feels really good to see things moving in the right direction. It feels good to, again, not many people will care about push notification and search functionality and all, and all these kind of things, but you know, it's, it's this subtle change you don't really notice that make the experience a lot better. Yeah, I like how you pointed out that we're being informed after the fact instead of being told, oh, this is coming soon, right? And 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 have it not come until like maybe two weeks after they promised that it will come. Yeah, that that I agree with. Uh, I'm very I'm very happy about that too. The other thing that you pointed out was that with like about the push notifications. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, something that that you didn't mention. We didn't quite mention that for me gets on my nerves a lot is oh, that really? they use the same symbol for all activity. So like you're going to see the V symbol mm-hmm. uh, as part of the push notification. And so like I might not have my phone in my hands, but like it might uh, turn on by itself. Right. And I'll see uh, the V symbol. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if something sold. I don't know if somebody messaged me. I don't know if it's a, if it's um, what? Uh, oh, I, I uh, thought that like that, that, like the text would tell you like will tag you in this post or your listing expired, right? Yeah, there there is that. Mm-hmm. If if I like open up my phone and then start looking into that, but like when I when I don't open up my phone, I just see on the on the main screen like. Mm-hmm. Um, like a missed call symbol, a I got a text message, yeah, um, something from VV app, like on on the VV app happened, and that that one thing that that's my only gripe right now. Um, it, it's very petty <laughs> because <laughs> because it it is a big improvement, yeah. But for me, it's I would like to see them use maybe use a different symbol for each push notification. Okay. Maybe maybe that's Let me tell well. you why it is not super possible. And this has I don't think it has to something to do with Vivi, but it has something to do with the service provider that provides that um that Vivi works with in order to have this push notification because they have to work with somebody in order to send these messages to to people. You know, the same way that BV has Twitter for their social or they um, they have like a, I think they have an email provider service, like an email marketing service to send out all of these emails. 
and then they have medium or notion to publish their blogs and everything it's the same way to mobile notification they have to use a service and if you use that service you only get to pick one logo for every single message or content that you send out to people so if you see like a uh, a tweet from vivi and they have that one logo it works the same way they can only pick one they call like logo or, or favicon or something like that the text can change but the image is only one so they're not going to be able to have you know customized logos for different activities okay so see i i didn't know I, what i was asking was too much but now yeah. i know so i'll keep my mouth shut and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh be grateful for the for the few things that for the simple things but yeah but yeah I, I like the I like the push notifications. It's a big help across the board, and I, I really hope that they that the, the team over there continues to do what they're doing because there's a lot of good momentum. Um, and speaking of momentum, I think you were you wanted to touch upon uh, Omi the Omi utility plan or the um, something along those lines. Is that right? Yeah. So I want to talk about briefly because I've only read through it a couple of times, I will analyze it a, a little bit more so that I have more context. But what happened was they promised some OMI utilities in Q2, which now we are in Q3 pretty much. So they, they missed a deadline. So what they did was in the latest update, besides mentioning interoperability, which a lot of people got excited about. And also since we, since I mentioned that topic, I also want to update folks who maybe missed out on that announcement, which is the fact that uh, Vivi is working with third-party providers and some of the services to make sure that they can deal with one major problem with interoperability, which is the um, they want to be able to enforce third-party royalties in the major marketplaces. For for example. They want to make sure that wherever these NFTs get listed, Disney will or DC or Universal will get their 2.5 percent or 6 percent or, or whatever. But I'm not I'm not very well versed with interoperability, so we're gonna talk briefly about OMI. So OMI they missed their deadline. Okay, there's no excuse about that. So what they did was they kind of reprioritize everything in related to OMI utilities. So now the two utilities that will come out uh, first before anything else would be, they call it the season zero, depositing OMI to the VV web wallet to earn MCP points. Um, I guess we'll have to wait to see the benefit of having these points, like the use of them. I don't care too much about that because I'm not a really like an, an MCP guy. But the second thing after that, that, that they will be rolling out would be the fact that you can actually buy these bronze tickets using OMI. And if you buy bronze ticket, it's going to get you more tickets in this waitlist drop. It will give you more MCP points and some other benefits. So if people use their OMI to buy this bronze ticket, those OMI will be burned. And that's pretty exciting because that will remove a lot of OMI from the circulation, but that's about it. 
what I am like the way I think about this is I'm not happy that they missed their, their deadlines. There's no excuse for that, but I'm happy that they reprioritize things and focus on, okay, these are the two things that we can roll out soon. Let's tell people about it so that they can lower the expectation of like this grand vision of the OMI utilities program. All right. So from, from what I've heard and I'm not, and I have zero to do with tech, um, zero background in tech. Maybe, maybe you can answer this or, or add on to this. I've heard that it takes about six months, approximately six months to onboard new employees to get acclimated to the company and see what's been done and then map something out and then execute after like by by month six um with and, and uh maybe you mentioned this that they hired people for for blockchain for the blockchain department for them yeah um, after after all this time so that i mean that's that's nice um but my impression is that i i don't think i I could realistically set myself up to expect anything sooner than about six months from now. So like maybe by, yeah. by the start of quarter one in 2024, we could, we could hope to start seeing something in that department as opposed to seeing something more immediate. Like, right. like what they have been doing is about every two weeks, they roll out some new updated feature. Right. Mm-hmm. So I I hope that that they're not trying to direct our attention to something that's going to be six months from now and that they're, and I, and I, because it's a different department, they're going to be addressing that in that span of time, at least where, what, meanwhile, Mitch and, and Nestor are still rolling out those biweekly updates. Yeah. And I think, that maybe like that three this that six month estimation is a good expectation to have because it's better to lower your expectation and mm-hmm. be surprised. But I I have high confidence that the first utility which is, you have your OMI in the app and that will earn you MTP points. I think that may be coming. Well, this is not a financial advice or whatever, but I think it will be coming out in maybe the next two to three months, because a lot of people already have OMI in their um, VV wallet already. So in the app already, so it's, it's already in there. It's just VV deciding to, you know, build the logics and all these calculations to be able to tell, okay, Mr. V has 500,000 OMI in here. Uh, this is how long he's been holding the token for very easy calculation let's give him well that qualify him for 200 mtp points every day so this functionality basically already exists in the app like people have the omis in their vv app already it's just doing that calculation and incorporate everything to the mcp system which i would say is pretty is fairly easy to do i think that will come out within the next three months but then the part of like the the bronze ticket that involves you actually spending your uh, actually you spending your OMI right 
having those transactions happening in the app for the first time ever because you've never spent Omi on, on anything, that would take a, a little bit extra time. So I think that is a piece that would take maybe that six months that we are both uh, expecting. Okay. Yeah. So a lot to so there's a lot to be determined and and mapped out, but the, I I can see now what we could expect realistically in the short term versus longer term. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's pretty nice that they are actually getting things done and promising less and do more. That is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed the episode today. And if you have, remember that gentleman agreement. We will continue working until 1am just for you. But in return, we ask you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on the actionable and valuable insights, everything VV and Omen related. Don't forget to give us a rating and tweet at us. So let us know what you think about the podcast so that we can refine the content better just for you. Thank you so much. We hope to see you again next time. Peace.